This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 60 for Friday, November 22nd, 2019. idea. Don't wait in line when you have a backstage pass. A weekly identity statement, I will let God change me by drawing closer to him daily. And our memory verse, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Hebrews 12, 1-3 Well, once again we arrive at the end. This is it. This is the last section of Hebrews. The next couple of weeks we will be looking back on our journey to try to solidify in our lives the truth of God's word, but for now... Let's just read the author's closing. Hebrews 13, 18. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us, what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for in fact, I have written to you quite briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the Lord's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. I have to tell you, I ache for prayer. If you do nothing else for your spiritual leaders, if you're still ticked off at me for yesterday's devotional, pray for me. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your spiritual leaders. Pray for governing authorities. Pray for us. We need it. You have no idea how much. He's closing out his letter to people he loves so much, and he closes with a prayer. Now, may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. What a prayer. The God of peace. That's who God is. and That's how we're supposed to live. That's the promise that awaits God's peace. The blood of the eternal covenant. The covenant... That is better than the old one, the one that Jesus mediates as he sits at the right hand of the majesty in heaven today. Not the one that has been done away with, the one that will last forever. Brought back from the dead. What other savior or redeemer has been brought back from the dead? Who else has gone through death in our place? Who else was buried in a borrowed tomb because they had done nothing wrong? And that great shepherd Jesus is our great shepherd. We are his flock. We are his people. Your pastor is a shepherd, but your pastor also has a shepherd. He is not a driver. He's a shepherd. May that great shepherd of the sheep equip you with everything good for doing his will. 
equip you, the same word as prepare you. In the same way Christ had a body prepared for him, the same way the worlds were prepared by the word of God, in that same way, may we all be equipped or prepared with everything good for doing his will. May he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. Not what is pleasing to us, not not what we want most, but may he work in us what is pleasing to him. May he do those things that are in line with the plans he has for us, the preparations he has made for us, the work he has given us to do. While we're not quite finished with Hebrews, I do want to offer this. Jesus really is greater than everything. So why not give everything you have to following him? If Jesus is greater than everyone and everything, why not just surrender and submit to him today? I know it's not easy. I I know it's not natural. Of course it's not. We've spent our whole lives rebelling. What we know is selfishness and, and resistance, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Do you want to know the secret? It's not natural until it becomes second nature. Nothing new feels natural at first. But there are a lot of things we love now that are second nature that weren't at some point in our lives. And here is this thing, this this person, this Jesus, who is literally the best thing that could ever happen to any human. And, and he's offering us the thing that we were made for. Everything in us wants it, and everything in us wants to resist it. We feel the ache deep within us. We, we feel the deepest parts of our soul reaching out for the kind of fulfillment that can only come by embracing God's best for us. And yet, we've spent so long giving in to the rebel spirit that we don't want to. We want Jesus. We long for Jesus, but we resist Jesus. But what if you just didn't? What if you just said, I'm here, do what you want with me? What if whatever part of you, however large or small, that has been resisting making Jesus the greatest pursuit of your life, well, what if you just died to that so that you could embrace the life that is truly life? What if you gave in to the thing your soul has been longing for since it was created? What if you just did it? Jesus isn't just greater than everyone and everything. He's greater than you and me. And he's worthy of our surrender, submission, and a life of worship. Jesus is the greatest pursuit of your life. Jesus is greater. www.thejesushabit.com <laughs>